Welcome to Towards Zero, a podcast of the Spotlight Initiative in Papua New Guinea. This series highlights the organisations and individuals across Papua New Guinea working towards a world with zero violence against women and girls. In this episode, we speak with Mike Goro from the Highlands Youth Rehabilitation and Training College and Isaac Carew from the Archdiocese of Mount Hagen about how Spotlight's positive parenting program is working to break the cycle of violence in the Highlands region. Hi Mike, could you share with us a bit about your role and about the positive parenting program here at the college? Okay, uh, my name is Michael Goro. I'm the director of the this center, Highland Youth Training and Rehabilitation College, uh, which we train and rehabilitate uh, all walks of life. And I think regarding the uh, positive parenting uh, program, uh, which we partner with uh, uh, Spotlight and uh, UNICEF and the Child Protection, uh, it really had a lot of uh, impact, uh, meaning that uh, we. Firstly, we trained the facilitators. Uh, the target was uh, 70, to be trained uh, 70 facilitators. Uh, but we went beyond that. We went more than 70. Uh, as part of the CBO's contribution, uh, we included extra uh, facilitators in. And then out of that uh, facilitators, they went to their home wards, and then they started to train the parents uh, we selected parents with uh, uh, children, three to ten years parents. We selected them at the community, and then they started training them. So our first uh, positive parenting training, we already reached uh, uh, 527 parents. And then the second training, which is done by uh, by alumni, it's 800 parents, uh, which they will be graduating end of March in Bayalumusa, the parents. Why is this program important for the college? So with the uh, positive parenting is, uh, I can say that it's foundation of anything that we talk about. Well, you talk about like family violence, uh, you talk about uh, criminal activities, you're talking about the drugs, addicts, all sort of activities that happen is the foundation is the child. Child is the foundation. So, like when we bring our child in a positive manner, uh, they will they will come in a positive manner. So, they will always have a, a positive thinking in their life, and they will do things positively. They won't do things negative. So, these are some of the things that uh, we found out from uh, our participants, especially the facilitators as well as the parents. They really express their uh, their, their feelings. Uh, they really regretted that uh, they should, they, they're supposed to have this kind of uh, positive parenting training before uh, before getting married. That's what most uh, most of the parents they, they even cried, they they dropped tears, and uh, some of them they, they they came they came up with funny ideas and they said I we need we better go and remarry again and have another new kid. <laughs> That's what they said. These are some of the things they learned. You know, they really expressed themselves. So this positive parenting is, like I'm saying, it's the foundation for uh, all the problems that we have. 
Like we would not have uh, family violence if we have this positive parenting training uh, happening to like those uh, marriage couples. Huh? If we train them some good things about uh, how they can look after their kids, how they can, you know, uh, solve the problems when there's an argument. These are some of the things that the, uh, the, the parents need to be trained. Uh, apart from the positive parenting, we also have to have these uh, things like uh, family violence training and other, which has to be related so that uh, at least we can have like one week training for the parents and maybe another two weeks for the positive parenting. It's programmed for two weeks. So. And then we can have family violence training for a week so that these same participants, they can also attend the family violence program as well. So then they can go and then start to teach uh, other people at the community as well. They can see some good things. You mentioned that the college sees uh, people come from all walks of life. What kind of people do you see joining this parenting program? According to our participants, they're coming here, they're coming from different backgrounds. Some of them, they're counselors they are attending. Uh, some of them, they are, they are leaders in the communities. Uh, some of them, the women they are attending, they are the, the, they are the like, church leaders. So we have different participants that come from different backgrounds where they are leaders in their own communities, they are here. So once we start to give them this kind of information, they go back to their own areas, they will start to you know, talk about uh, uh, some of the positive things, how to look after the families and all these things. What are some of the challenges that you or the facilitators have had when you're running these courses? <laughs> okay, uh, <clears throat> those uh, uh, facilitators, they want, uh, when, uh, when they train the uh, parents, they really, they really had a, uh, they really had a hard time, especially in in terms of. Uh, uh, interpreting to them in especially in in the uh, in the pitchin so that's why most of the facilitators they started to train uh, our the parents especially translating into the uh, old mother tongue the language and then they started to train them and then from there uh, the participants they really they, they got all the information that about the positive parenting so this is something uh, uh, good that is happening, and then uh, sometimes we re we really have a hard time. Meaning that some participants they come with little babies and attending the program. So sometimes you know, uh, babies they cry. <laughs> the mother has to take them out. These are some of the challenges that <laughs> we have seen. So, <clears throat> but the facilitators you know started to manage on that, and then they. They, they complete the training successfully. So, and the other thing that uh, I think I I went uh, out of the, uh, the 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 program that was set, and uh, the program document that we signed, which we said uh, it has to be in a week, has to be one or two ses uh, session. Uh, but I have seen that the participants they also they don't agree with that, and they wanted to attend the two full weeks so that the information flows. Because when we say that you come for a week, you come for one session, and then another week for another session, and another week for another session, another week for six, six weeks, you already, 
have some uh, knowledge in positive parenting, and that one we we tried and it it did not work out well. So the parents they said no, we want to be there full time, full time two weeks training. So I changed this uh, system of six weeks session and then I put the two weeks training, and then the two weeks training is very successful. You mentioned that reaching parents in their local dialects has been a challenge. What sort of geographical reach has the program had? Okay, under the spotlight, uh, actually the program that we applied for the uh, funding is only to do with uh, uh, Juwaka province, but only uh, uh, Mins, one district is Mins and uh, uh, Mins and Nolugul, only two, two districts, the two LLCs that we're supposed to look at it. And then Hagen Central, another one, and Bayan Lumusa. So we were targeting only four, four districts. But actually, the news started spreading when training was going on, and all this it went as far as Lagayev said. It's, when they're, uh, it's supposed to be only Chihuahua uh, and Western Islands, but it's already touched uh, Enga province, and it's already went to Simbu province again. So it's like it's going to the other new two provinces already touched, and then people are reached for interest. So we started to get some facilitators from Simbu and from uh, Enga, and then we trained them already. So and then we should extend the program to the to the provinces as well. So I know the college has been running the program for a short period of time and some parents are due to graduate uh, at the end of March. But what sort of impact have you seen so far from parents who've taken the program? So we have seen a lot of uh, changes. After the training, most parents, they went, they started to, uh, like before they normally build their kids. Huh? But now after this training, they go back, they started to change their mind and then they, they, they look positive and then they don't build them unnecessary or shout at them or these are some of the things that Parents, after the training, they went, they, they completely changed themselves. So I think this, as far as um, I have seen, and then some of the feedback that after we went there and then interviewed them again the second time, they, they give us this some of the information. Mm. And lastly, what are your hopes for the future of the program? Uh, <clears throat> I really want that program to uh, be carried out. Like positive parenting, training alone. Like every month we must have training. We must have training. Training must go on with the parents. As long as we have uh, good support from the Spotlight and the uh, UNICEF Spotlight uh, and the <coughs> UNICEF Child Production, we have good support. Training has to go on. We have to set a target. Like now already I set 5,000 target and I want to reach the 5,000 uh, parents. Uh, I want to reach 5,000 parents. So that's my target. But then it's like whatever little budget that we do to run the training, uh, uh, the <clears throat> spotlight, uh, UNICEF soil production, they have to look at that and then uh, the funding has to come in time and then we will carry out the programs so we can reach that target. Also implementing the positive parenting program for the spotlight initiative is the Archdiocese of Mount Hagen. Isaac Carew leads the Child Protection Program for the Archdiocese and we caught up with him to ask how the Positive Parenting Program is helping to break the cycle of violence in Western Highlands Province. Hi 
Isaac, what can you tell us about some of the issues affecting children in Western Highlands? Uh, we have so many issues that are affecting children in the country and uh, especially in the islands of Papua New Guinea. I think mostly in the islands, uh, we are experiencing a lot of issues like uh, child abuse and uh, some cases where Sanguma related cases which children are also affected and others well like um, just recently we have heard that uh, some human trafficking which I taking of school girls and all these are going on around here in the Western Islands and uh, some parts of Jiwaka and the island region. Uh, these are some of the issues mostly I think it's almost uh, child uh, abuse which really affects our province. Most of the issue that uh, children are, most of that issue that are affecting are those children with uh, without parents and all this. They are facing a lot of problems like uh, uh, vulnerable children and all this. You mentioned the impact of accusations of sorcery. What are some of the ways in which accusations of sorcery impact children? Like, uh, especially their parents, when their parents are accused by sorcery, those childs are really, uh, they are affected badly because they have no, they feel that uh, their parents is this and that and then they are offended, they have no place to go and all this. So that's why we see that there, there's no hope for children when their parents are accused by Sankumas. So tell us about the positive parenting program. How does the Archdiocese reach parents and who's participating? Through this uh, parenting program, like we call it P4CD, we reach out to small people in the village and then we use this kind of uh, workshops. We, we give it, like we call it workshops. We have workshops one, workshop two, three and four, five and six in order for them to complete. But then uh, in between, we have like one of the important thing in that workshop, it's the mind. So I think it's a mind uh, workshop like we, especially when uh, when we want to train them, when kids are in their womb, we call it, this is where they have to develop from where, because uh, when they grow up, they will have to adapt from that. So I think it's one of the important thing when we give out workshops, we usually train the mind, mind power. This is the one of the important thing I see it in the parenting parenting program that uh, we have to develop or develop the kids in, when they were early, because when they reach middle age, we cannot do anything because they are all uh, grown up and then it's really difficult for them to change. So when they're in the puberty uh, or in the childhood, we have to train them. We t tell the parents to at least train them and then do some uh, positive positive actions which will lead the kids' behaviour, behaviour to be a good person in the future. Why do you think that this program is so important and how do you see this contributing to a reduction in violence into the future? Uh, I think this program is a very good program and then I think we cannot change our country with, with the present state that we have, but in 10 or 20 years, we have that uh, get parenting program. It can really change the mindset of the children of Papua New Guinea that we have it now. Because this, I see that uh, when we grow up, it's really difficult for us to change. But 
when kids are at the uh, when they are in the early childhood, we can uh, we can develop them by positive mindset. We can develop them, and then they, when they grow up, they will adapt to it. And then it's a it's a very hard work. But I know if it's parents and with this support of uh, Spotlight, we have reached so many like we have reached uh, in remote areas like in Jiwaka we went to Jimmy and all this but I think they are still more more demanding of this program uh, this program is more and uh, we have seen that uh, many people are regretting that uh, they have spoiled the kids already this program should have come earlier but then it we just recently introduced the program so many regrets and then you know emotions all kinds of emotions about that program and they really want that program so I think it's best we can reach out this program to we are uh, for the archdiocese we are planning that we can reach to all our agency schools because schools is one of the area where we think that it will really work when we reach out to the schools and then give teachers like in service we can provide them like in service for them to teach uh, they can also involve in their teaching learning and then all these programs so I think it's a really good program and then in the future we want to reach more of the schools and then our agency schools and uh, even some wards are requesting counselors and all the big people are requesting for that program so I think with the help of the Spotlight Initiative, we can reach many in the through Western Islands and Juwaka where we can go. Spotlight Initiative is a global initiative of the United Nations, which has received generous support from the European Union. Its aim is to eliminate all forms of violence against women and girls. In Papua New Guinea, the program is implemented by UN Women, UNDP, UNICEF and UNFPA across 11 provinces. Since 2020, we have been working with civil society, government and the private sector so that all girls and women across Papua New Guinea can realise a life free from violence.